0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: This is the Whitetail Legacy Podcast, one to preserve this sport for our kids.
2: Bringing the stories of the normal guy on small parcels and how he gets it done. Are you just a weekend warrior? You stuck with limited time to hunt? limited
1: time to prep just like us are you trying to figure out how to hunt with kids work
2: and families then this is a podcast for you Whitetail Legacy Podcast coming at ya we got a big big news we got a beer sponsor folks our our uh, guest sponsored us with a 30 pack tonight this is a how do you say that a big moment for us as podcasters it is
1: usually whenever we're, we're gonna bring somebody on I was, we're gonna give them like a free six pack you know, yeah. just for bullshitting with us but he, he provided the beer tonight so we uh, we, we want to thank him for that um, if you guys want to find us and listen to this podcast uh, you can find us on SoundCloud Stitcher and iTunes uh, just search them apps there uh, Whitetail Legacy should bring us right up uh, go ahead and subscribe and then uh if you got any hate mail, you can send that right to whitetail-legacy at yahoo.com. Uh, send it. And that's uh, that's that's all you got to say about that. If you're looking for us on Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash whitetail-legacy. Uh, go ahead and like that page. Uh, we're, we're sharing trail cam pics, any videos we got while we're hunting. Uh, we're, we're pretty much sharing it all right there. Yep,
2: yeah, it's pretty sick. It is. Lots of good... I got the best trail cam pick ever floating out there now. It's it's awesome, so check it out.
1: It is a pretty cool pick, yeah. I will say that. You're, you're just going to have to check it out. We're not going to tell you about it. Just check it out. Uh, Instagram, we're on there. Uh, Whitetail underscore legacy underscore podcast. Uh, check that out. Uh, go ahead and follow us. We appreciate it. and uh, We're kind of filling that up with everything we're sharing on Facebook, too.
2: Yeah. Got the new podcast cave. Get get the first view of that going, right? Right. Sick. We
1: we haven't made our transition to the podcast cave yet. Uh, Cody's been been working hard on it. We're still up here in my off pink room, just cranking these podcasts
2: out. If you guys are wondering from the first episode, the wolf puzzle, it's coming with us.
1: The the wolf puzzle is going to get moved. (laughs) It's going to be epic. Wolf puzzle by the time all this is said and done with here. Um, if you guys would, please leave us a review at iTunes, or if, you, uh, if you're on Facebook, leave us a review there. Uh, we appreciate it. Let us know what we're doing, how good we're doing, or how bad we're doing, and uh, we appreciate it. So uh, Cody's got our VIP shout-out this
2: week. Yeah, I'd like to shout-out uh, Matt Damewood. Uh, he shared a video of two bucks fighting late season, which I've never got to see in person. And uh, it's pretty sweet, man. A couple videos on there on the comments, too. So if you guys got any awesome videos you want to send, post it on our Facebook. We'd like to see them. Uh, I'd also like to say uh, Veteran Broadhead, Veteran Owned, Veteran Made, All-American product there. So.
1: I am going to say All-American Steel. Man, it's just, just American 100%.
2: Not a sponsor. They're just badass, and we like it. I like the guy. So we're doing it for free. So.
1: Truly believers in that yeah, product. Yeah, I love it. I mean, just supporting veterans. and I mean, I will say, you know, I I appreciate everybody that is in the service now uh, for having the balls to do something that I didn't yeah. that I didn't have the balls to do. So yeah, you're I appreciate reason you right that,
2: there. You guys are the reason that we get to set up stairs and talk about deer hunting <clears throat> and drink cold bush light. You're damn right. We need to get a mini fridge in here because this is getting ridiculous. We got like a 30-pack just resting <laughs> on the floor. About to open up the window and put it on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's a lot colder
1: than it was a week ago. Yeah, the yeah. Second season, there was like 60 degrees out. I mean, like, how do you expect big bucks to be moving at 60 degrees in Illinois? Yeah, ladybug rut, man. Ladybug <laughs> rut, yeah. They, they come back alive there for about four days. Uh, yeah, appreciate Matt, uh, sharing them that video of them bucks fighting. Uh, it, it was pretty cool to see. And if, if you're looking for that on our Facebook page, you're going to have to go to the community tab and uh look look for it there i don't know why it didn't show up in our newsfeed, but we did share it again and also on that page there uh i saw my buddy uh tim he shared a video of him going down with his uh 11 year old friend rowan and recovering his buck
2: yeah that was awesome and
1: you. man dude that yeah. that don't get you fired up right there or just bring you back to where you started deer hunting i mean i don't know what will there. The uh, Rowan's eleven years years old and he and he got a really nice eight pointer. I mean, just a stud eight, really.
2: Yeah, like a punk eight. Yeah,
1: That's I mean, awesome. just just an awesome deer. I mean, I would have been happy shooting that deer, and here he is, eleven years old. You know, he he got it done, and Tim got a, a video of the recovery, and you know, it, when Rowan got his hands on that set of antlers, man, it really hit him, and it just it kind of gave me chills. Yeah,
2: it was awesome. It, it was awesome. Thanks for sharing, Tim. Yeah, you better be listening. Better be. <laughs> Like we said earlier, we got we got the beer sponsor in here, uh, Jeff Damewood, and uh, we're going to be asking him some questions. And he was nice enough to come on. And... With a thirty pack. With a thirty pack. I mean, that's that's just a plus. But I say he didn't come empty handed. No, he did not. So that, we're means, just... that means the next guy's got to bring two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeff, he might be a, a a backup guest. You know, just we'll do a four way in here. You know, you know, you never know. So. The reason me and Ryan started this is because, again, we wanted the normal guy that isn't in the hunting industry and how he's successful, you know, Uh, Joe Blow down the road or Jeff Danewood down the road, you know, he's got some really nice bucks on the wall, he's had good success this year, uh, you know, and just like everybody else, he had a good start and, you know, kind of went south like some people's seasons do. So we're going to start off with kind of how we're running this podcast and we want to know how he balances work, home, and and hunting. You know, all all together. So, if he's got any secret tips to that, he could share with us.
3: Oh man, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of loving promises. Oh, babe, I promise I'll do that this weekend. I promise. Uh, Is just pack it up and go. Yeah, that's like a lot of
2: us were always like, oh yeah, uh, the next warm day, <laughs> I'll get yeah. that done. You
3: know. Or I got a northwest wind, babe. I gotta go, you know. So it's like hanging Christmas lights this year. Said, "We ever gonna have Christmas lights?" I said, "I promise. As soon as the rut's over, I'll be doing it. Just <laughs> give me a couple more days."
1: I would say. I mean, it's it's hard to tell that damn weather, man. He's never right, but it seems like when he's wrong, he's always right.
2: Yeah. So yeah. And next thing you
1: know, you wake up, you're like, "Should have been in the stand this morning." Yeah. All right. Well, it's nine thirty. Let me get a cup of coffee, and I'll get your honeydew list done.
3: There's a lot of days like that this year. Where, yeah. I mean, you you look at the weather, you go to bed. No, I'm going to sleep in, and then you wake up, and you're like,
2: "It's on fire!
3: This is it, man! Yeah. This was the day!"
2: Yeah. So,
1: I'm going to say, Cody. I think you mentioned in the last episode or last couple episodes ago. Uh, you don't have a spot for a south wind, but since you know, I've been really watching the wind and trying to hunt. We've had a lot of south wind, yeah, I you know, know come this, October it's just like yeah, south wind, south wind. So maybe maybe this offseason we we get a spot set up for you to get in there on a south wind if, if it's possible. I don't know. I, I don't got one stand piece.
2: that I feel comfortable going into on a different piece, the East Gelsberg piece on a south wind, but it's like 40 yards off the road and I hung it and I haven't hunted once. I never hunted, so I don't know what's. It could be could be baller rut still going on in there. I don't know, so you never know. Yeah, you never know. I mean, it could still be going hard in there. But I just haven't hunted it. I've been focusing on one buck in particular, and he's driving me crazy. But that's kind of where my season at is now.
3: So, the South Wind was perfect twice this year. It's. I don't know. I waited for it. So, homie, I'm going. He said the corn's going to be blowing sideways. I said I'm going tonight's
1: a nice tonight, man, so just kinda loading that up there, you know uh this Jeff is the guy that I've talked about on previous episodes um he does hunt the piece I hunt, and he has been pretty successful uh I mean, I wish he was not as successful as I was, but he's got it done quite a bit actually, so uh. Is there anything that you can say that you're doing differently on, on on the piece there, Jeff?
3: Well, for a lot of years, homie and I have done the same thing. Look, we're going to go here, we're going to stay true to these three or four stands. Mm-hmm. This year, I told homie, I said, man, I've got to change it up. I'm getting bored. I'm getting tired of, well, the deer are going to come from here. They're going to walk here. And then I said we gotta change it up. I mean whether changing it up is moving your stand fifteen yards to the west and turning it. <clears throat> I mean yeah, that's a whole different ball game. I just well we we moved trail cams, what, ten feet, fifteen feet, and I mean it just it's completely different deer. So Yeah,
1: like I was telling like I mentioned there in episode three. You know, that, that trail cam's only giving you, you know, 110, 120-degree visual. I mean, if you, if you just slide that puppy, you know, 30 degrees over, I mean, you might catch something that you weren't catching before, and it might make all the difference, you know. It just, it just depends where you got set up at if they're coming straight in on you, you know. I mean, it's going to be hard to miss them, but... If you're just catching, you know, the, the the glimpse of a trail over there, I mean, if you just if you just slide that puppy right around the tree, you're, you're going to catch a lot more.
2: Yeah, or, yeah, I've 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 always I always hear people, man. If I was I could hear them on the other side of the ridge, or I could hear them grunting, you know. And the same thing with stands, you know. Like Jeff was saying, if you if you if you ain't getting it done in one spot, you know, year after year after year, sometimes it's easy to say, man, it's already here. I can just go up there, switch the straps out if I got to, and and I'm done, you know. But putting a little bit of effort in to move stands and and get in there but i hunt public ground so hanging a stands you know that's nothing for me i got i got the setup to where it makes it easy you know so i spent the money to get some decent stuff to move stands but if you got like a like one of those big game stands you know the like the the 34 inch platform (laughs) the mini bar section area up there (laughs) you know the big dog i mean you're talking 60 pounds moving it or if you got you got six double man stands that are 140 pounds. I mean, moving one of those is, is tough. So, so what you do is just go buy you another stand and, and put it where you want, you know? So.
3: Well, I mean, just like for a couple of years here, Homie and I have talked about hanging a stand in the same cove. Every night we walk out there, deer over there. So, Homie, we got to do it. Well, I don't know. Homie, we got to do it. Well, I don't know. Homie, we got to do it. So I go down there one day by myself. He said, where are you gonna hang that portable? I said, Oh, in the bottoms. Oh, okay, that's that's good. See, yeah, I'll probably go off that staging area a little bit. Okay. So what I didn't tell him was I hung it about twelve hundred yards from where I told him I was going to, <laughs> in this cove. So then he said, Hey man, where's that portable? So Hunt stand, GPS it, send it to him. He's like, What are you doing? I said, sit there, dude. I'm telling you. Just give it a shot. It was on fire. I mean, what, you were there two minutes and seeing... I
1: wasn't even I wasn't even in the stand, so I, I had to go to this stand because it is fairly close to camp, and I sat there the Monday of my pre after I shot my, my doe with my bow, so I, I got my deer all taken care of. I was out there by myself. You know, you, you're talking an hour and a half, two-hour drag out of the woods by yourself, get it gutted. I mean, I could have really used a, a leg holder while I was gutting it. That would have been nice. Um, <laughs> but everybody's at work you know i'm the only one deer hunting so i got it done and i was like well it's it's awfully late you know i just gotta have to slip in here and i know jeff didn't hang that stand where i thought he did so luckily he hung it up and i just slipped in and i ended up walking in and bumped a doe right up you know she was probably eight yards from the stand walking in you know i had no idea she was there and then uh i was in the stand for three minutes just pulled my bow up off the rope and. Here come a, a small seven pointer just walking by so he must have been bedded up with that doe and then uh, later on that night I had a, a doe shoot out in the field about 40 yards south of me and she just she wasn't running but she was just kind of bouncing across the field like she really was trying to go where she wanted to go and uh, she eventually got there and just scooted across the field and then had another small eight-pointer come out right after that doe and he didn't follow her you know this being late late october he didn't follow her you know he come you know north and he was about you know 40 yards out in the field from me so it was a pretty good sit after having an action-packed morning you know yeah. getting it done there
2: something there you get everybody could take away is trust your gut you know if you feel like an area is good and you see deer there sometimes and it it's always worth going in and hanging a stand because, I mean, that one, that first set right there, you could have got it done and changed your season by just Jeff saying, well, I'm going to hang it here. You know, I got a good feeling about this spot. And sometimes, especially once you get years in it of hunting like we got and you learn the property, like I say, when I go to some of my stands, I just know it's a money spot. You know, when I'm walking in, I'm like, oh, this this is it, dude. You know, so when you get that feeling, hang a stand. You know, you might be – I've been off too. I've been way off. I hung a stand, I'm like, Oh, this is it and then nothing. There's scrapes all over and it's all night you know, night scrapes and don't see any bucks at all. But yeah, trust your gut on that. Yeah,
1: and Jeff hit it on the head there, you know, we've been talking about trying to get a stand up in that cove for I mean what, four or five years? Yeah, at least. I mean it's just a nice good feeding area. It's the only thing the only thing kinda of sketchy about it is it's it's kinda of close to the to the farm, you know, to the house. But other than that, man, you know, we, we see deer there. You know, they'll come out in five, six of them at a time. So it's it's a good spot. We just never hunted it, and we always said that we wanted to hunt it and never did. So it, it, as far as I'm concerned, it, it, it's a good spot, and I told him after the first set. Yeah, you know, I sat there one time. Even to this day, I sat there one time, and I seen one, two, three. I seen five deer, and I, I told Jeff, I said, well, all we need to do is move it Forty yards south, you'll be right on them, you know. Yeah. But with the stand is facing southwest, and I tell you what, that afternoon sun, which is when that spot's really good, that afternoon sun is just beating you up. The sun is
3: brutal. It's not good. So I had to make a nine-one-one call to homie and his brother to bring me some sunglasses. (laughs) It's It's not not good.
1: (laughs) I say he sat there second season, and when it was like sixty out in December, and would you wear like one long sleeve shirt with yeah. that sun beating on you?
3: I wore my uh green Carhartt hoodie and my Under Armour camo pants and it That was it, man, huh? that, that was too much. <laughs> yeah. It was it wasn't good. So what I what I you
2: know we we kind of asked him what something he did different this year so he kind of got out of your ordinary and tried something yeah. new, you know, and that's that's good, dude. That I do the same thing. I got my awesome stands, you know, and and this year I pushed in and hung a stand in a spot that I've always wanted to, and first sit in and I killed buck. You know, it's just, it's it's awesome
3: when that that all works out. But well, I'm the kind of guy that I went back to my original roots this year for the first time in probably 15 years. So, takes homie. I said, I'm going to go hunt the stand that I first hunted when I first started hunting. It's probably eight nine years old. I said, I'm going back to it. He, of course, homie said, "Well, is it good?" I said, "Well." We need to go make sure. So we go out and we change the straps and make sure the cables and everything are all good. Put the screw-in sticks, or the screw-in steps, the tree had almost grown around them. So we hung up a climbing stick. So this is it. This is me right here. So awesome. for the first time in 10, 12 years to go back, and it just, I don't know. When I get on something that works for me, like I hang a hanging stand, kill a nice deer, I mean, homey will just fine. I'll sit there for four or five years, and then I'm just like, man, it, it's not—it's not what I thought it was gonna be. But I'm close, you know. Yeah. I just need to go instead of moving four or five hundred yards, I move. 20 yards, and I turn it the opposite direction. I mm-hmm. say so you've
1: got enough intel from just sitting there right. over the years that you're just like, so I just need to fine-tune it and find the right tree, right. find the perfect tree in the perfect area. Don't don't just find the right tree in the right area. you really got to find the perfect tree in the perfect area in order to be successful.
3: I mean, you just, you can't be afraid to change. Whether, yeah, I mean, we hunt in the hills and the hollers, but... I mean if you're not comfortable hanging a stand up on the edge of a ridge, I mean that's fine, but like me, I'll put that thing right on the edge, as close to the edge as I can get. I mean it's granite, safety harnesses, yeah, lifelines. I mean it's it's a different ball game now, but five, ten years ago Homie might have said, "Are we hanging a stand on this tree for real?" I mean- <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is scary, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah,
2: yeah. So, so, something else we want to ask you is, uh, we know you, we know you got a few few kids, and you got the young one too here. And we want to know what. I mean, I don't know if you have took any of your kids hunting yet, or if, if that's something you plan on doing. And how how do you think they'd be at? Because me and me and Homie went over it, and We're pretty much sure that our kids would be terrible at it it
3: right now. Well, homie was there this season. I had the unfortunate advantage of shooting one of our up-and-comers Saturday of second season, who had already shed his antlers. Who was crazy? He was what sixty yards off to my right. I mean, through the. The worst possible scenario you can be looking at a deer through.
1: You know, it's just really thick coming off the field there. And then, you know, they feel safe coming into that right off the field there before it kind of opens up in the woods. And that's where Jeff first seen them. You know, they come off the field there and right in the thick stuff.
3: So there's another guy that hunts with us. He's out on the field edge. He texts me and says, hey, you have a big doe coming in behind you. Okay. So I look. See him come in. There's three of them. Well... I'm like, okay, you're the biggest one. I got two tags. Trying to fill that freezer. Yeah. You know? You're Boom. the biggest one. one. Squeeze trigger. Drops. I'm like, all right. So I get down, text homie, hey, I'm going to need some help. It's a pretty good size dough. We get over there and, I mean, still, the buttons on the head are still, I, I mean, yeah, it it's did. not fresh blood. It's kind of healed up a little bit, but, I mean, they were clean sheds. Yeah,
1: yeah, they had just just healed up. I mean, not even probably been shed, you know, a week. I'm yeah, kidding.
3: what's a, what's the date
2: on that? So you know, people can.
1: Uh, let's see, it was a Saturday of second season, so <laughs> December, December second.
2: Yeah, yeah. December second already shed both sides, and that's something me and Homie talk about. That that late doe season around here, a lot of bucks get shot. Yeah. That that CWD season and stuff, and and uh, it's hard, man. You you want to fill that freezer at the end of the year, and you see a, a you know. A three-and-a-half-year-old buck size on a doe, you know, sometimes they're relatable. So you're thinking, man, that's a big doe. I'm going to fill my freezer one shot here, you know, and and then you get up there and it's a buck. I haven't had it happen to me, but I know a lot of guys that are, are super experienced hunters that it has happened to, you know. it's right. When you're shooting them 50, 60 yards, it's, it's hard to tell, you know. I mean, you can't see those shed bases from that far, you know. Yeah, so,
1: I mean, I've also heard of people, you know, using that doe season late, you know, the two doe seasons that we get. And that's based off of vehicular collisions within the state of Illinois. Uh, that's how they base off, you know, if you get that extra doe season or not. And so we we got a guy who actually comes out to our piece, and he says, you know, I'll, I will only shoot a yearling doe just so the fact that I know that the, the mature does are most likely impregnated yeah that's and you know it's not going to be you know a buck without antlers so all he does is uh you know he's going to shoot a, a a below average size doe and i mean after after i heard that i was like well that's actually a pretty damn good idea you know yeah. Yeah. so i mean i know jeff shot a, a doe and we were field dressing it and they say you know, we're pulling out a set of twins that's it's
3: crazy. We're just dude.
1: like, man, dude. You know, we just killed three deer, yeah, pretty yeah. much. That's
3: crazy. But I mean, back to your original question. Yeah. The same stand that that happened to me in, it would have been Saturday of first season. My 15 year old was there. He texted, hey, do you care if I shoot a spike buck? Well, he's he's been hunting for a couple years. He's killed a doe, not killed a doe, but he's taken a doe. So I said. No, buddy, if you get a shot, if you feel confident, and you feel that that's what you want to do, go for it. Well, didn't end up working out for him. So then my 10-year-old, he's been out a couple times. He's been with me. Took a nice deal with a bow. He was sitting with me. And uh, by my little guy, he came out second season there for that deer that we were just talking about. and I mean, He was... He was all up in it, man. He couldn't get close enough. He was
1: He's holding a leg while you're gutting it. He was <laughs> he was holding
3: a leg and he was He he wanted the... gloves.
1: He wanted gloves, but other than that, once he had the gloves, man, he was all in He but... was down
3: in there looking, so I'm pretty sure the little guy and the ten year old are hooked, but the fifteen year old, I mean, he's busy with track.
2: That's a tough age, man. Football. They're trying to figure out what they like to do. Yeah. But yeah,
3: you, you you and in, you instilled that patch with him so I'm sure he'll come I'm back see. to it and He's all about the girls now. I mean, he's oh, yeah. freshman, sophomore, in high school, so he's got... He's got lots of stuff other going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just like those young punk bucks running around. Heck yeah. You know? yeah I mean, he's yeah, yeah. in 120s, so, grunting, rattling. I hope he gets into it. I mean, but if he doesn't, then you know what? It's... You got some backups, or, right. or <laughs> you're you're getting more time to shoot big deer. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So, but,
1: so um... Jeff, you've been, you've been pretty successful in 2017 here, not only with a gun, but with a bow. Uh, let's hear how the start of your, your your deer season went.
3: Yeah, well, my bow season consisted of two trips. Like I said earlier, I went back to my original roots of when I was eight or nine, and uh first trip out was, I think, October 16th, maybe. I sat there for a while. The corn was still in. You know, I'm asking, hey, when are you guys going to get the corn out? Well, it's going to be a while. All right. Well, I go out. Took a nice dough. I mean, she was probably 25 yards, quartering away. It was game over. Lights out. Let her lay for the night. Went out got her the next day. So I decided, well, I'm going to take a couple weeks off here and let things heat up a little bit. So finally, I got another south wind. By this time, it's two days, October 27th. So a couple of days before Halloween. The wind's blowing probably 25, 30 mile an hour all day. I text homie at noon. "So, dude, I got to go. He said, don't do it, bro. Don't do it. I, it's Hurricane Katrina in Illinois. <laughs> I said, I got to go. It's it's a south wind. I go out all night, and I see probably one of the biggest deer that I've ever seen in my life on his feet. I'm like, well, there he goes. Just... So at this point, I'm hooked to this stand. I'm going to be here every south wind. I don't care what it is. Well, later on in the night, I... probably low 130s, mid 130s, eight-pointer comes in. I'm looking at him. No, I'm not going to do it. I pull out my phone. I send a video to my brother, to homie. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. He gets out there about 10 or 12 yards. The sun's going down. So, you know what? I got two buck tags. The, <laughs> I mean, that's what I would say, too. The, I said, you know what? The boys are going to think this is awesome. So, pull back. Let the old. I shouldn't say this because Cody <laughs> and homie are going to destroy me, but. The old G5 Montec. The what? I mean, I just I bury it, twelve yards. The deer falls straight down. It's Homie. I vouch for that. that
1: American made. Ooh, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Enough said. Anyways,
3: the deer drops straight down. So, meanwhile, I'm texting Homie and Matt from the video, and we're carrying on like a bunch of morons. I said, hey, you guys need to round up the troops. They said, why? I said, that deer ain't on his feet no more. So I got the uh, Uncle of the Year Award and the Brother of the Year Award because homie was at home with Aiden. Matt was at home with his kids. Didn't have no babysitter. So that night, I look back at it it as successful, but I wish I could hit the rewind button a little bit and but you know what it's meat in the freezer the kids enjoyed it yeah so
1: I say what well, we always say here is and it he must have had you must have had you pumped up to that's pull the what we trigger say, you man. know
3: Yo, if
2: you, I know if I have a buck coming in like well, like last year's buck that a big I'm talking big eight mid mid 150's eight chocolate horn buck come in I'm pumping dude I'm ready to go <laughs> Well, forty yards away, here comes this buck I got both sheds off. I got two years of history with. Dude, my heart's beating hard. Now and it don't score as good. It's still an awesome buck, but it doesn't score as good as this clean just monster eight that's at twelve yards. But here I am, I'm holding out for the one that's getting my heart bumping even more. I'm like, dude, I got sheds off this buck. I got history. This other buck, never seen him before. Just you know, just cruising. And I shot that buck posturing to that other buck, fifteen yards according away. So the
1: smaller ones posturing to the bigger yeah. one. Yeah.
2: Well, the I mean, the bases the buck I shot has seven inch bases, but he just didn't have a time length, and I think he was four and a half, probably somewhere around that. I mean, it's hard to tell. But, I'd say he's four and a half. But the other buck was maybe three and a half. I mean, he was just a stud. But you could, I mean, he was he was posturing up, and that's that morning. Oh man, I had a hot dough and that's all it all takes. It's like I was telling Ryan, you get one hot dough and you're in the spot.
3: Well, yeah, I you you mean, got going on. One dough can significantly change. Yeah. Your entire day.
2: I seen twelve bucks that morning. One of them I shot.
1: Yeah. I and mean, that that was seven thirty. I say I remember he texted me. I was <laughs> like, three bucks. I'm like, what? I'm like, I ain't seen shit. <laughs> Two more bucks. I just rattled. There's three running in. Yeah, I'm like, dude, rattled in three in dude, the same dude. day. Like, are you serious right now? Yeah. Like, calm down. And then next thing you know, you get a phone call. Yep, just smoked him. We're gonna lay him lay. I was
3: like, dude,
1: your your money's off the
3: hook. But I mean, back to my boasting. It has been five years since I've even fired an arrow at a deer. The last deer I killed with a bow, homie, was with me, and I said, "This is it, man. I'm gonna get serious." And I mean, it had been five years, five whole years. That yeah. I mean, homie's saying, does that thing even work anymore? And <laughs> I said, it's going to work. It's just a matter of time. And this year, I i don't know what it was. It just, I flip switch. I bring a deer home and a two-year-old just goes nuts. Yeah, I mean, he's in the back of the truck. He's, yeah. so...
1: Speaking of the little one, you know, when I I shot my deer with my bow this year, you know, Aiden's all fired up. He's got the deer on the wall, you know, to look at. And, you know, we're looking at trail cam picks and, you know, whatnot. And he just gets super stoked up. So after I shot that deer, you know, I could just easily cut across backcountry and just go right to the locker. But I was like, you know, I'm going to bring him home, show him to the kid. You know, Mm -hmm. the kid's going to love it. That's what
3: it's all about. So we get home,
1: and he's like, he just wants to touch the mouth, you know, it, it double, <laughs> double lung shot, it's, you know, last, last 30 seconds alive. life is just puking blood, oh. and that's where he wants to touch it, and Mom's like, no, don't touch it there, I was like, so it was a good, it was a good experience, but he wasn't as fired up as I thought it, yeah. how he was going to be, but it's a real it, was deal a, it was good exposure, yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was good exposure, but next year, I think. I think next year, if I get a rack buck down and he sees antlers, mm-hmm. he's gonna be all about it. He's gonna be like, "Oh yeah. yeah." Yeah, I
3: mean, this year was a year of up and downs. That's for sure.
1: I think uh, I think it's been that that
2: for
3: the majority of, of people. A lot of guys I've been hearing, you know,
2: is ups and downs. You know, and it's that's what bow hunting is. You know, it's the five seconds of ups and uh, yeah. the five hundred days of downs. It yeah. Feels like five hundred days in a year, you know. But I mean, I mean that's
3: we wait. 340 days for 24 days of up. Yeah, I it, know. I mean, it's crazy. It's Yeah. People think we I mean,
2: people even listen to this. I mean, that aren't hardcore bow hunters. They just think they're nuts, but dude, when you're hooked. Yeah. And it's it's November 3rd and you're at work. I'm, I I I know the weather better than the weatherman, dude. You know what I mean? I, Sometimes it feels like that. I'm like seven days in. Homie's like, "Yeah, what's Tuesday? Oh, it's south wind, barometric pressure, this, wind speed, temp." I mean, I know everything because I'm, I'm, I'm reading it. You know, I mean, that's just what we do. Is- how we are but. you
1: know i mean last episode or two episodes ago we talked about you know wanting somebody to come on here and talk about moon and yeah. phase and teach us a little bit about that we need somebody on here to talk about barometric pressure and what the yeah. hell that does yeah, yeah. i have no, I have no it's idea up it's up your moving. super high pressure we got to get out there <laughs> I, don't I, have, know. I have no there idea what it does but i'm just listening <laughs> yeah so. they say in october it's over 30 point 2 you better get your ass in the tree all right man i'm i'm there you this know guy knows the, suit. Suit. I'm gonna be <laughs> off the chain. okay here we go
3: well, I'm definitely not your guy for that, but Well if I look at the if I look at Weatherbug or the weather channel and it says, Look, it's gonna be twenty two degrees tomorrow and it's November fourteenth, guess what? I'm using the floater and I'm gonna be there. <laughs> I mean it doesn't matter, so Heck yeah, that's what it takes, man. Well Get well Jeff,
1: you uh you mentioned your your G five or G forty two, whatever broadhead you're using that <laughs> Uh, describe the kind of bow setup you got going
3: on. Well, I'm shooting. I'm shooting a 2009 Bowtech SWAT, 27 inch draw. And now everybody's gonna tell me cra- I'm crazy because I'm drawing 78 pounds. And uh, I, I just I love it, man. It's it's old school. I guess I mean. It's 2017, it's 2009, so yeah, it's old school, but it works for me, I love it, so. If you can get it done
2: with your setup, get it done. I, before this bow I got here, I was shooting a 07 Point Pro Tech, baby, and that thing has killed a lot of deer, 30 plus, you know, and then guess what, now my brother-in-law owns it, and he just put down his first buck with so. it, you know, I mean, so. It's still making memories. Nobody but, wants to know about the bow I had before the bow I got now.
3: But <laughs> that thing
2: is ancient.
3: Seventy-eight pounds. I think that's kind of a happy medium for me. This is this is the first year that I put my bow in homie's hands and I said, "Pull this back." He said, "What is it?" I said, "Well, it's still seventy-eight, and it doesn't feel seventy-eight. It pulls back smooth. I mean, it's." It goes off like a gun. I mean, it's fast. You can't see the arrow. It's—I don't know. I like it.
1: It, it did pull back. Uh, it didn't pull back like it was seventy-eight pounds. It, it did pull back really smooth. Um, the back wall was was decent. Uh, it, it did hold good, and I felt I felt pretty stable with it. And I mean, that's not even my setup. Uh,
3: but if it, I do, if it I works do, for you. It works for you. If I do upgrade to a new one, I already told the old lady. I said, I'm going Elite. And she said, did you see the price tag? I said, well, we'll discuss that later. Damn, shout out Elite <laughs> right there. Shout, out elite. shout out elite. It's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is for permission, boys. <laughs> just remember that. <laughs> Another secret tip. <laughs> yeah. Learn it first here on White Tail
2: Legacy Podcast. I <laughs> say, when,
1: you, when you, we put out these tips, you guys just got to write them down because you don't want to forget them. Yep. So, Cody... Uh, What's your what's your bow set up here, bud? Well, I had a, I had a Hoyt pro there. Had? Hoyt's the way to go. What'd well, you I No,
2: Hey, I'll tell you what. I, this is what... The, my wife's not listening to this. I tell it all the time. So <laughs> yeah, I would no, say this is
1: about the fourth episode he said the wife's not, not no listening to anymore. Anymore. <laughs> we, we gotta get these ratings up. You gotta convert her to listen. <laughs> no, Download, subscribe, yeah, I, everything
2: here. I mean, we yeah, we need it. Yeah, so I, uh... I had a Hoyt pro and, uh... I'm I'm about to go. It's middle November. I'm about to go hunt the best stand I got. Pinch point. Oh, man, it's a sweet spot. I got some monster bucks on trail camera. So are you telling me Ballerette's full swing here? Yeah, rut is in full swing. This is a property that I don't have anymore. But Anyways, I'm about to go hunt, right? I'm rolling out there. I'm going about 65. I'm running late. You know, normal working class guy. Probably drank too many bush lights the night before, but I'm... I'm I'm going in, it's a heavy frost, you know, it's perfect. I'm just pumped. I got like, I got like a 50 yard walk from my truck to the stand. It's right off the edge of a road, dude. But it's just a main travel corridor for them. And, uh, and I get there, phone rings. I'm like, oh man, here we go. Old lady going to work, hit a deer. I'm like, well, I got my deer down, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm like, I'm like, oh, she hit this deer. So I'm like, well, I'm like well, this is me being a hunter. I'm like, well, uh, the car running? She goes, no, my mom's going to pick me up. I'm like, all right, I'll get an hour or two of hunting in here, and then I'll go get the car, you know? I said, you're on the side of the road, right? She's like, yeah, my mom's going to pick me up. I'm like, okay, this is good. This is good. I can still roll this. Open up the back door. The bowstring on my bow is snapped Mm -hmm. off, snapped off. I'm like, what is going on, man? This is two-year-old string. You just pulled up to the beast, and you're getting ready to go hunting. Yeah, and you're, you're, I'm pulling you're, it out of the case, and, and this is after the, the car accident, and she's fine, you know, like I said, and everything, but so life. everything's cool with the old yeah. lady everything's cool with the old lady she you're back know. to just yeah. going hunting just going hunting did yeah. you ask
3: her if she was okay that's
2: yeah. the key yeah. <laughs> I did ask her if she was okay she was a little shaken up but she was like yeah I think it was a buck you know I'm like how big I was <laughs> <Like, laughs> oh, a little buck I'm like okay alright you know, I'll, I'll, you know I'll, I'll be there to get the car and she's like well it's gonna have to be towed and I'm like okay we'll call the tow truck and She's, she can handle herself you know she knows it, it's November she knows what's going on so my bowstring snapped okay it's like I'm like, oh man, what am I going to do? Dude, it's middle of November. It's time to get it on, you know? So I drive from there, don't even go get the car, <laughs> straight to the bow shop. <laughs> I, take, I pull in there. I'm like, Grizz, dude, you got to hook me up. And he's like, give me two weeks for a bowstring for this thing. I'm like,
3: two
0: weeks? <laughs> I'm like, it's middle of November,
2: dude. <laughs> that is I'm not like, good news. I'm like, I call the old lady up. I'm like, buying a bow. <laughs> I ain't missing this. She goes, what? I said, I'm buying a bow. She goes, okay. I said, I'm going to shoot everything he's got and whatever I like, I'm going to buy. And she goes, all right. But, you know, I've been, I was working on the road a lot that year. And, well, and their money. <laughs> and she was like, okay, you know, and, and uh, she was, she was, she knew she was getting a new car. That's the, <laughs> that's the real kicker to this whole deal. She's like, hit this deer, you know, I'm going to be looking for a new car. And, and, uh, so, so I shot everything he's got and I, I ended up with a mission by Matthews and, uh, out the door, ready to hunt that, that before I left that day, it was sighted in 30 yards, ready to go. $700 is what I paid out did, the door.
1: Did you just throw your old sight? I bought, shit on I there? bought a new
2: whisker biscuit, my old sight, new stabilizer, came with a quiver and a brand new bow set up, new peep and all that, you know, but. They're about half and half. They're old and new. Yeah, That's that's what I'm still shooting. It's got uh, it's got four pope, three pope and young bucks on the ground right now, and uh, about six does. So it's, it's been
3: real good to me. And uh, what's that? Four years old. Yeah. The secret yeah. is the money kills the big deer. Man, man yeah. it's, <laughs> I mean, you watch TV. Money kills. Them. So, it's. <laughs> Yeah, if you can travel to
2: to multiple outfitters and stuff like that, you're gonna kill big deer. But uh, my big 24 acre piece that I'm leasing, I'm, yeah, it's oh, it's big, big money, nice. big timing. 24 acres. Anybody in Illinois lease more than that? Let me know, cause I'll come help you hunting. <laughs> <laughs> <I mean. laughs> That's my setup, you know. Just a, just a Hoyt mission. Just uh, people be like, "Oh, mission." That's not. They even said like, it's a
1: Matthews mission. Yeah, that's what I
2: meant. What am I, I saying? Say, yeah, I was say you, you should have been Hoyt. Hoyt Pro Tech, and, no, but it's a Matthews no. mission. It's like that sister company that they had for a while, and now I don't even know if they make them anymore. No, you should you should have just went
3: Hoyt from the I, am, I am just gonna throw this out there, but I'm pretty sure Bowtech is the only company that presents the American flag on every bow. Ooh. And on the bow itself it says, In God We Trust. Oh boy. I'm about to switch. Uh, I, know my, I know my I know my
1: Hoyt's got an American flag on it.
2: So, oh sh- I mean, all right, now we got some competition. Anybody it, it might just be a
1: sticker, but it's got the American flag on it.
2: <laughs> you guys gotta comment your your uh choice of bow on Facebook, Instagram, let us know. For sure,
1: I'm gonna say I'm shooting a, a Hoyt Carbon Defiant. Uh, I just picked it up late September and uh the guy had used it for one year and he messed up his shoulder, and they made crossbows legal this year for Illinois. So he was going over to a crossbow. Uh, he's, he said he smoked smoked three deer last year with it and had no problem shooting an HHA single pin sight. Uh, that thing is sweet. When you when you hear anybody say that you know the single pin's going to clear up your sight picture, uh, that is definitely what it does. Um, I've pulled back on multiple deer this year, and I've not had one problem picking them up. Whether it's been daylight, uh, dusk, or dawn, it's just been super clear and uh, a no-string peep. And when I when I got this bow, I took it to the bow shop, and I was interested in getting a kisser. Well, actually, I put a kisser on my old bow before I bought my new bow for for this year just trying to be more consistent and then uh, I got got my Hoyt and I shot it, I probably shot three arrows out of it and I was like I just found myself searching for that kisser and I, I hadn't even had it on my, my old bow for two weeks and I'd already developed that habit so I strongly strongly Suggest anybody getting getting a kisser, and you know they they got them now to where they don't actually hook in your mouth. It's just like a little spaceship looking deal, and spaceship. Right? Yeah, yeah, you oh, see that? Yeah, this, is, this is pro archery talk right here. This <laughs> no. kisser looks like a
2: spaceship, dude. I mean, it's killer. No, uh, yeah,
1: it's it's just you it's know they, they don't have the right hook that now. actually goes in your mouth. It's just a little spaceship deal. You just anchor right on the corner of your mouth and. I, I I really, really mm-hmm. believe in that right now, at this point, because when I when I drew when I drew on that buck on, you know, the first first the sausage, time this year. The sausage year, roll six
3: point? No, no, oh. different deer. Different deer. <laughs> all right.
1: That one out of berry stand.
3: Okay. You naming that
2: buck sausage rolls? I think I think so. <laughs> that's a sweet yeah, name. that is so, that sausage know.
1: rolls all the Sausage rolls yeah. six eyes on them. Yeah. Yeah, but I it's,
3: I, it's,
1: I wish I could get a picture of him so I could show everybody that this this deer right here is a stud six-point. It, it was like, oh, six-point. No, no. I'm telling you, this thing is
3: oh, old six-point, six right? are yeah. while, while we're on the, uh, the the topic of bows here, I just purchased another one. Because I kind of got the worst of the worst news this year. Because, you know, the story about our piece and landowners has got some stuff going on. Well, my wife put down a good deer this year and she says... I think I'm going to start a bow hunt. <laughs> She's hooked. And I said, oh, really? Said, yep. I got
1: a PSE Nova for sale. And, Do you ever uh, think about thought, buying that?
3: She says, yeah, we're going to go out to the same place that we bought the 15-year-old's bow. I said, which is Griswold Archery, our local bow shop. I said, really? Yep, I already found one I like. I said, <laughs> She's been doing some research. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I just bought another mission by Matthews. So, here we go, man. We're. I mean, we're.
2: That's a Pope, Pope and Young killer. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> we're uh, shoot Pope and Youngs. I'm Team Heather all the way right now. So, <laughs> it's. His wife might be listening to this podcast, so he might be getting the watch right now.
3: <laughs> she, she should be listening
1: to this podcast. Yeah, uh... His wife, my sister, she better be listening.
3: Yeah, I'm uh, team Heather right now, man. She's got it going on. So I'm team Heather, too. That buck you put down, Heather, was awesome. Yeah, I was that pumped. Was... It was.
2: Ryan sent me the pick, and I might have been more pumped than you were. I was like, dude, that's awesome. I dude, I was, well, I was
1: super pumped. I, mean, I got a story about that, dear. I got the
3: original text message when it went down. So, I walk in with her every morning, I hold her gun, she climbs up, climb up, there you go, and the last thing I say to her, I step outside the tarp, pull her tarp down so the wind don't get on her, put the tarp down, I'm like, oh, I pull the tarp back up, I said, hey, these deer are going to be behind you, she said, get out of here, so I climb down, I go to my stand, I don't even know what time it was, 8.30, probably. Somewhere in there. Boom! Oh, sweet. I mean, she's been hunting quite a while now. and
1: she She's tired of shooting does, so this year she only got either sex tag. Yeah. She said, I'm, I'm shooting a big one she this said, year.
3: She said, I'm shooting a buck this year. If I don't, I'm done. So, she squeezes a round off. She's probably the first one on the entire farm to shoot. I'm like, oh, okay. So... She texts me and she says, "Hun, I just shot a six pointer." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, a good one?" She's like, "Well, I don't know. It's a six pointer." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, that's hilarious. I said, "I said, all right, babe. Well, just sit tight. I'll be up there in a little bit." So Jeff
1: texts me and said, "Because I text Jeff said, Who the who, who the hell's shooting over there?' Said your sister. She shot a six pointer." I said I thought we were past all that. I thought we were on the big deer now.
3: So finally, about ten o'clock in the morning, open in the morning shotgun. She texts me and says, "I can't take it no more. I got to get down." She said, "I'm shaking so bad that I don't feel safe up here." All right, we'll unstrap, and I'll be there in like five minutes. Well, my five minutes to her stand is up half of Mount Everest and around it. So, Dude, it is huge. So hill. 25 minutes later, I show up. She's like, where you been? I said, you know how it is. Yeah. She's like, all right, well, this deer was standing right here. So I'm looking, no blood, no hair, no nothing. So we get to walking down through the draw, and I grab her by the coat hood and pull her to the ground. She's like, what are you doing? I said, look. I mean, there's like six deer standing here looking at us. I said, that's a big deer. She said, no, that ain't a big deer. I said, huh? She said, I just shot a six pointer. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well. <laughs> I
1: was like, that's something right there is bigger than a six pointer. <laughs> so
3: these deer all run off. And we go walking up the hill. And I come up. And here's this deer line here. 6 points on one side. I said, "Ben, if this is your 6-pointer, I want to see your 12-pointer." This is
1: awesome. I, I say, "We we ain't in Montana, we call this a 12-pointer." Yeah, yeah. I, I
3: don't think you realized I don't think you realized what you've done. I, this is it's, it could be a once-in-a-lifetime deer. You know? I, say, I, I I don't know. It's, I just got
1: a trail cam picked this deer on October 27th. And here it is, November 19th. 19th yeah. or 20th. Um, and I only got him on trail cam uh, one time. Uh, just a nice series of 18 pictures. And then he's gone forever. And I had my truck cams yeah. out in that spot for, you know, two, two months. And then he just showed up one night and... Then I go in there, and pull the card, and I'm like, "Damn, we got a new hit lister here." And she just she mowed him down. Opening day, high and know. tight,
3: right? High and tight. High yep. And high, yeah. yep. I had one picture of him the night before Thursday night before first shotgun season. He was coming into the draw that she's in, but there's no picture of him leaving. So I don't know if we walked by him in the morning and got in there without blowing him out or what, but I mean, it was just,
1: so the way was, my sister's stand is set up is she's right off the field that, uh, the, the major destination field. And then Jeff has to walk, you know, what do you say, Jeff, 120 yards through the woods. Yeah. Uh, you know, just right through an old logging road. So he kind of goes and tucks her in and, uh, you know, holds her gun and stuff while she gets in the stand, and then he, he continues on his way. And then my brother's on the south end of that log in road, so I wonder if he was down in Press's draw while Press was walking yeah, in I, and bumped him to her, and know. it just took him that long to get up there. But hard to say where these bucks come from. I mean, just like Jeff, he walked he walked straight west, you know, from where Sis's stand is, and the the deer was straight straight west right behind sis's stand so you know jeff jeff definitely walked right by this deer or this deer walked straight over jeff's trail that you know he walked into his stand in at some point i mean there's no way he missed it
3: and i had to make sure i asked her i said where did this deer come from she said behind me i said why aren't you glad i took that extra 15 seconds to (laughs) surprise (laughs) (laughs) so but no it was awesome so She's hooked. I'm good for another six, seven, eight years. So <laughs> You got your wife a big one. You can move on now. It'd be like, it's my turn, honey. If you guys have the opportunity, chalk up a year, set your old lady up. I did it. Let yeah. her do it up, and you'll be good. Yeah, my wife's a big buck hunter from now on out, but she says that, but she ain't bought a tag for two years. <laughs> so I'm in like, Flynn, boys. <laughs> I mean, we're at the point where we're moving a cabinet with family pictures on it to hang my wife's deer head so <laughs> we're it's i mean we're in a good spot in our hunting yeah area, so. that's cool that's cool yeah
2: awesome buck shout out to heather I mean, she did it she did an awesome job by herself girl outdoorsman in the woods that's awesome man that's that's what i like to see kids girls old young take them out get them hooked fishing hunting shooting turkeys, mushrooming, whatever it takes. Get them out there. They're going to
1: love it. I asked her, I said, are you a hunter or a huntress? She said, are you serious? She better said
2: hunter. She said, I'm a hunter.
1: Good. I said, you're damn right yard." I love the
2: huntresses on Instagram. They got like 9,000 followers <laughs> and it's like three tops, yeah. three pictures of some cleavage and that's all they right. got. 9,000 right. 9, followers. <laughs> I mean,
3: the, my right hand man is sitting here. He's a major part of this podcast, but... If it wasn't for him and the little deer cart we got, man, it'd be out of control. It's, because I get stupid when I hang a stand. I (laughs) I just, I don't know. I go places where other people wouldn't go, which. Is where you're going to find a big deer?
2: Yeah.
3: So, well, it's like, what takes you so long to get out? Well i'm thousand yards in a
2: draw right got two Mount everses in between us and i got to swim across the mississippi when when i was going on
1: my two weeks of vacation deer hunt i was i meant to text my wife and be like look if there's one thing i ask of you for this week just don't ask me when i'm going to be home like i'm not at the bar i'm not at the strip club i'm nowhere i mean i'm in the tree stand trying to get it done i'll be home when it's dark and then i got a
2: 45 minute drive home i mean yeah i'll be there when i'm there tell my wife what time you gonna be home dark 30 i don't even know what that means i don't think she does either but you know
1: i'm trying to get home so i can shower get sent free again and get to bed so i can go hunt in the morning i mean i'm not trying to do any extracurriculars (laughs) or nothing i'm trying to i'm trying to get it done
3: well there might be a little extra credit. That's not, sure. <laughs> <laughs> not a little, little not time
2: for air, that. A little time. All right, let's move on to this buck you shot this year. Because it... well, I
1: would I would like to get back to dragging my sister's deer out. Oh, okay, all
2: right.
1: So so we got this we got this kill shot cart that my dad got Jeff for Christmas last year. Which I don't know why he got it for Jeff. He should have got it for me.
2: That's the same as our joke ass
3: camera arms right well, yeah I, th- I think so
1: i think so you just need to loosen a couple parts to make it flow smoothly Well, yeah. so like, uh, first off
3: with this cart man with the brain sitting in this room i sit back and i look how did none of us ever come up with the design something? to
1: patent it so we could retire by now yeah, no, podcasts for the rest of our life
3: i look at it and i'm like really i mean I didn't even homie's tree stand. Oh,
1: yeah. shit. It didn't either.
3: <laughs> he, said, he texted me at work one day. He said, hey, man, I need a ladder stiffener. I said, all right. So that night, I bring him a present. He's like, damn, this thing will hold up Mars. And I'm like, well, yes, for one, there you go. <laughs> it does
1: work pretty sweet. Out. I did need one, too. So, we're, so just like Cody said, you know, you get pumped up for somebody else shooting deer and that's one thing I've learned from Cody is, you know, somebody else on the farm shoots a nice deer. I get fired up. Yeah. And because I've shot big deer and I want somebody else to be fired up for me. So the only way to do that is to be fired up when somebody else shoots one. I mean, you're you're not going to shoot a big deer every time you go out hunting. Well, I mean, so you're going to be fired up a lot more for everybody else than you are yourself.
3: I've been fired up four years in a row now. Right. You put Jumbo down. The following year I put mine down. Yeah. And then Barry and now my wife. So yeah. Exactly. I mean You're living a you're living a streak off someone else. That's yeah, right. yeah, exactly. It's, you're just I mean
1: yeah. it's just that feeling you get when somebody gets gets a nice rack when, buck down.
3: When Heather texted me when I seen this deer, I texted homie and I said, Thank you Lord. This right here just made my weekend.
1: That's awesome. I mean I
3: didn't care if I seen another deer. It was She was, got it done. I was just there for the ride. I mean
1: You just stop hearing about her, you know, walking in. I mean when she first started hunting she had daddy tucking her into her stand and I mean he's not I mean he's he apparently this year he's got a good spot, but uh he's the same
2: guy that's got that monster buck down. Dad, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Like mid one sixties, yeah. Yeah. Safety? yeah. Okay. So what is it, 19? nineteen, eighteen? Dad? Yeah. Dad's eighteen, I 18, believe. Yeah. It's 18. been a while since I counted him. Eighteen
3: pointer. Yeah. Never yeah. seen Triple it.
1: Brow. Never seen a deer
3: like that in my life.
1: So, you know, Daddy's just been tucking her in on the way into his spot and she's been kinda of hunting a pasture and She's had a she did have a nice buck out in front of her but she thought it was too far and then upon further review you know it wasn't that far and I mean it's just inexperience but so then she, we finally got her over to where the deer are living on the farm and uh she's been over there for now this is her second year right
3: Jeff Yeah it took some uh it took some major convincing I mean it was it took some some major talking. Right, I mean, so. it's it's just
1: trying to get in there when it's dark. I mean, yeah. that, that's the only hurdle I think we have. Yeah, it was. So, you know.
3: Yeah, told you just got to walk like 600
2: yards, um, <laughs> uphill, <it> was, downhill, <laughs> cross the creek. It's no big deal. Took, in the dark.
3: It took some major work, some major convincing. I mean, homie and I were out there with handsaws, making a trail. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's what it took, and that's what I was willing to do. Yeah. I'd done though. So, I'm good yeah. for another 10 years, so. <laughs>
1: So you know, I I get super pumped up. She comes up to camp. I mean, I heard a couple of shots over on the other side of the farm, and Jeff told me you know she shot a six pointer. So we get back up to camp, and you know she, she sends a picture to to dad, and I'm like, oh, that, let me tell you right now, that's bigger <laughs> than a <damn> six pointer. <laughs> yeah. So so first of all, I'm just like, what the hell? He, what the hell you got going on? You know and she's just laying it out you know and now now she's up at camp she realizes that this is going on the wall and she's fired up and you know she's telling the story and i was like all right man let's let's go get him you know we don't need to warm up we're we're gonna get warmed up when we get (laughs) dragging him out so we loaded we load the cart up in the back of the truck and we get down there and He's probably maybe eighty yards, hundred yards back off the field edge, just right down
3: the logging road Jeff I mean, walks on. She was she was sprinting in front. Of us. <laughs> yeah, she was she was fired up. So you
1: know, we get him loaded on the cart, and my brother Jeff and I start getting him up out of the draw, and then next thing you know, my brother's he's off the cart, he's out of wind. <laughs> And then we get we get on the road, we get going about thirty yards. Jeff's out of wind, so here I am just dragging this big old sucker right out, right on the cart, just you know, sixty yards right out to the field, just dragging him by myself right out. I mean, that's how fired up I was. I was like, we gotta get him, we gotta get him out here, and get a good look at him. So yeah, you, know, you know, I'm glad I learned that from you, Cody. I just I really appreciate that because when somebody else shoots a deer, man, I get fired up too. Yeah, I tell everybody yeah, I
2: people people get. I don't know. Some people don't want people to shoot big deer, but that's not me, man. I want everybody to shoot big deer. If no no one's ever, I mean, I don't care if you ever shot anything, and you shoot a giant, dude, I'm going to be pumped. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and they're there, you know. And I know that shooting a big deer, you might have got lucky, but a lot of people, they put in a lot of work, like me and you and, and Jeff here, and when you get that moment, it's so special. I think once you live it a couple times, you understand how special it is to you, so right. you know what that person's, you know, she's hunted multiple years yeah. with not shooting a buck, you know, and now she's done it, you know, and, and that moment for her is so, it's its so high that you're living it with her, you know, and that's how I feel. Yeah. When I shoot a buck, I'm on cloud nine, dude, for, for days, and, and and then I put them on my wall and I'm looking at that buck, I'm like,
3: yeah, I shot that buck, you know? well, <laughs> I mean, I it just... Goes, it goes back, like I so said, you work 340 days for... Twenty-five days of, yeah, the high. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's lows in there, but I man, you work all year for what two and a half weeks? Yeah, yeah. So that's what we're trying to put out by this
2: podcast: it's success or fail. Times in deer camp, or or times dragging out someone else's bucks. It's It's fun, man. Hunting is supposed to be fun, and I think the the outdoor channel and outfitters are taking that away from a lot of people because people are getting discouraged. They see someone on TV, they see 20 minutes of them hunting yeah. and then they see them shooting a buck. You know, they don't see the 30 days of that guy sitting, staying and grinded, you know, or, or maybe he just got lucky. But I mean, I'm yeah. saying they, they should really
1: make a show of the outfitter, you know, yeah. the guy putting in the trail cams, putting in the stands. Yeah, I would watch that patterning you know? the deer. You know? Like, I don't even want to see the hunt. Just just show me the deer that you got on yeah. trail cam. Yeah. Maybe, show, maybe show, you know, the guy that harvested it and yeah, said, you know, say, I, I got it done for this
2: guy. That'd be, that's an awesome that'd, idea. That'd we, be, be cool. we need to make that. Dude, we can do that. Yeah, we
1: don't have no outfit. I, I don't have no yeah. land, but <laughs> we can <laughs> do <Yeah>. that.
2: It's <laughs> a good idea. We ain't got no land to do it on. So, And I'm not outfitting my
3: stuff. I, that's my baby. Ben's <laughs> were on the topic of outfitting. I, I'm only going to support one outfitter, and it's Hero Hunts. Yeah, that's awesome. If you get a chance, yeah. check it out. If you got an extra five, ten dollars, chalk it up. I yeah. mean, everybody appreciates it. That's the same thing so, like our
2: broadheads, man. They're 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 representing veterans and and that they they do some awesome, awesome yes, hunts on that. Yeah, I I'm, mean,
1: I'm not sure, but I think everybody that hunts with Heroes Hunting is shooting the VIP. I'm I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but I know I know, know the, I know they have used it. I you know. know the
3: last two guys were shooting VIP.
2: Oh, really? That's cool, man. Much that's better known, better than operated American American-made. So, so, and it's
3: all it's all you know, viewer paid. People like us sitting around, yeah. Hey, I'm going to chalk up 25 bucks. So, yeah, if awesome. you got it, do it. I appreciate it. I've been there, I've done that. So, yeah. if you got it do it i appreciate it so call out the heroes hunting if you
2: guys anybody's listening to this that is affiliated with that we like that we like it man it's awesome we're uh we're american uh red white and blue all the way and uh we just we didn't give the sacrifice that a lot of people give but uh you ask anybody that i know and just the people that sit around this table with me i mean we're the first kind of guys that say hey thank you for your service anything that we can do you know
3: Show them, guys. We are grateful. That we're going to do it. You know. I mean, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately. Fortunately, I signed up for the Marine Corps. I went overseas. I did the dance. I missed the guys, and you know, here I am. So, I still have that to be thankful for. So, and thank you Jeff, just for doing that for for me and Ryan, guys. That didn't do it.
2: We we appreciate that a lot. I mean, we can say it on this podcast and. People are like, oh, they're just saying that to make their stuff look good. And we're not, man. We're, I am, from the deepest part of my heart, grateful for every guy. I don't care if you mop the kitchen, you know, in the army. I don't care. I'm grateful that you did that because I get to put out a podcast like this with, with a buddy because we have the freedom to do that because people can't say, don't say this over the sound wave you
1: know for sure i mean jeff Jeff was in the marine corps and uh my brother was in the navy and uh my grandpa did serve in the army as well so i mean i'm i'm actually grateful for all of them you know just like i said at the beginning of this podcast i mean i didn't have the balls to do it and they did and you know if there's more people like me we wouldn't be where we were at yeah you know
3: well i mean if (laughs) I think Cody and homie have both been in my house. If you've been in my house, it's either Marine Corps or deer heads, so Yeah, it's, that's what it is. I <laughs> mean, it's... <laughs> he has a
2: sick turkey mount. Plus the turkey mount. Inch and
3: 7 eight spurs. Oh, yeah. 17-inch beard. Yeah, no, it's sick. It's...
2: Full body. It is. Oh, man, it's nice. <clears throat> it is nice. i you have to J- cheat. Jeff, <laughs> you, uh,
1: you think you do anything weird deer hunting that makes you successful? Oh, weird. Weird. I mean, nobody
3: else you think does. That... Well, yeah, I mean, look, I grew up hunting with my dad, and so he said, No, we got to go here. This is where the deer come out at. No, dad, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> I, <mean, laughs> I want to be down here, like, I want to be pulling thorns out of my legs when I get done. It, he said, no, that's a terrible idea because i got to come down there and help you drag it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, as far as weird, weird, yeah, I shoot left-handed. Yeah, yeah I was Every, saying... Everybody knows. <laughs> I shoot left-handed, but everything else in my life, I do right-handed. I do not know why. And I wish I could figure it out, but... Because yeah, you I... went to Yorkwood, that's why. <laughs> Well, let's not get carried. <laughs> I shoot left-handed. I shoot. I can shoot a bow left-handed and a bow right-handed. I proved it. And I shoot a shotgun left-handed and right-handed, but I'm just comfortable left-handed. So, homie hates me for it, but every stand I hang up, <laughs> I hang up for a left-handed person. Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing? That's... Hey, hanging in for man. myself, man. <laughs> I shoot left-handed, too. <laughs> Someone comes out of my property and they're like,
2: how oh, am I going to shoot over here? I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. I'm, I'm left-handed. You know?
1: Let's say Jeff does got about two, two, three good stands on the piece, and I'm just like, Get off what them. are we doing here when we hung this stand? i like, oh, yeah. You're left-handed. That, this ain't going to quite work out like a thought.
3: So, I mean, as far as weird... You like to get in the deep, I thick mean, stuff. I go deep, I go thick. I mean, homie and I hung a stand together this year, and dude, we buried it. And you can't that was even, in March. You can't even hunt it now. It's.
1: It was March, so. We're like, you know, Dad asked us kind of move it away from the fence, which, you know, I mean that's fine. They hung, they spray painted purple and hung no trespassing signs because they felt we were too close. So he's like, "Yeah, you guys need to move it." Okay, whatever. So we just kind of moved it around the cove, and we, I mean, we were scouting for turkey hunting, right? And yeah, we we just kind of buried it in in
2: the other side of this cove. And is it the cedar tree stand? Yes. Oh, yeah, that, that is thick in there, It's <laughs> so, weird how, like, I've only been here probably twice, <laughs> right? but every like, was the cove, is that that north cove on the yeah. west yep. side? Yeah. Dude, I know, I'm, every yeah. time you are talking, I'm like, I know where, I've never seen these stands, I just, I remember properly. property. So, so, I was dude, like, I, just... I was like,
1: all right, yeah, you know, we got a spot right here, we'll jam it up, you know, it's, it's still, you know, similar to mid-October, oh, early November when, when we're going to be hunting this spot, you know.
3: You guys see this? So... Field and stream just put out a deal that a kid looks like sixteen years old just put down a hundred and ninety inch deer on his six acre farm.
2: Oh yes six acres six right on to that guy. I'm so, all in for the small parcel. <laughs> and it can be done. Hashtag small parcel. Hashtag uh, it's Hashtag sixteen year old in Baller Rutton in, in 16 years old. Did was state? Iowa. Iowa? Yeah. Bigger so, deer in Illinois, good. I'm just
3: saying. He uh, so, got lucky,
1: I guess. Yeah. <laughs>
3: six acres, 16 years old. Yep. Okay. So
2: the reason he shot that deer was someone's like, i never going to hunt that six acres. It's six yeah. acres. Ain't no big deer on that. That's he it. went out first hunt, hung a climber probably. <laughs> In in a spot that, you know, he he's like, he's it. like oh, this looks good. I'll just sit here, you know. This just killed kid. him, I bet. I don't even got to read this story. I know what happened.
1: <laughs> but. So Jeff and I buried this stand in March, and I go there in late October trying to find it. And I'm like, well, I thought the stand was here. Nope. It's like 25 more yards down in the deep stuff. I get down to the base of the tree, look out. You know, I get up like three steps maybe. Like out to the field, you can't even see the field. It is, it is buried.
3: I want everybody's everybody to understand this, that both of our wives, my wife and homie's wife, have both that in the stand, and they said, never again. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's an old, I think I've got it at Cabela, something Prairie du Ching, and it's just a, what, 20-foot ladder stand. It's, yeah. It's green.
1: We call it the green stand. It <laughs>
3: has a seat like a little four inch little thing where you can stand up on and that's it there's no handrails no nothing the
2: the seat is
1: as high as this stand gets and you're lucky with the platform
3: everybody else in the family calls it the shit stand and everybody else in the family is successful from this stand successful yes (laughs) Minus Homie and I who hung the stand, who <laughs> did the research, who put it up, and we're the only two who never show anything out of it. So that's how it goes, <laughs> man. <laughs> I don't I don't know what but they're like, This is terrible, you guys are gonna kill yourselves.
1: So we always we always bow hunt from this observation stand, really, and you can see right into this cove and <laughs> How many times we have sat in that observation stand and seen just giant deer. I mean, well, 150s all day.
3: You have you have the video of the buck this year. Yep. Oh, is that that's the video of the scrape? Yeah, that's right. You got to check stuff. out Instagram. That, yeah. The buck hitting the
2: scrape, that's just some random buck, no trail cam pics. Awesome buck, badass video of him hitting the I mean, scrape. After I, mean,
1: after I got that video, it was like maybe a week and a half later, I finally got a picture of him. But before that, I mean you're talking a month and a month and a half that Trocan was out, and he just showed up right on the dough before you know it was pre rut so he was kind of locked on a dough that was gonna come in early most likely, and th- I mean just yeah. was just knocked out of scrape on his way on the field if you edge been and in dude, that it stand was you
2: shot
1: him? if I was probably in stand, I don't i mean. So I sat in her stand uh, Tuesday. I want to say I saw that deer Thursday night. Do you think that's the deer she killed?
0: No, no.
1: no I, I can guarantee you it's not. That was um,
2: split G two, right? Deep split, right? No, the
1: the G threes come straight forward. Oh, okay. Um. So I can tell you it's not the deer she shot. But when I I sat in her stand Monday night after I shot at that buck out of Barry's stand, and so I sat. In sits stand Tuesday morning, you know, because that's where that deer come from. And I realized that I told my sister, after I got the video of this giant from this observation stand, I said, these deer had to come right by your stand from where they come out to the field, except your stand is in the wrong spot. So you need to move your stand 35 yards east and 15 yards north and then you can shoot down into this draw because, I mean, she only yeah. shotgun hunts at this point. Do you hate me or what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's kind of the, the theme I got when I went to her house. She's like, are you sure about this? I'm like, I'm absolutely sure because you just, a giant shooter walked right by your stand. You had no idea because you couldn't see him where you stand at right now. Which I just sat there Tuesday morning, that's... and I and then this giant came out Thursday night.
3: So I mean that's like northern territories up there, man. <laughs> that's... So I'm telling you.
1: So uh, you know after this, you know we we they leave the stand. I think it was a terrible idea. And the deer that she shot, or the draw that she shot her deer out of, it would have been in front of her instead of behind her if they would have moved the stand, like I said. So, <laughs> so you're saying, you, so you're right. I so I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking <laughs> <Well>. about. <laughs>
3: Just so everybody knows, that homie's brother and I said, Look, we need to turn this stand 180 degrees. And. You can't come on the podcast and say that after it's already been done. Look. <laughs> <But laughs> we did say we need to turn this stand 180 degrees. Yeah. And we had powers above say, No, the wind will tear her apart. And.
1: Well, Dad's 40, 50, Dad's 52 years so, old, and he's. He's beyond the wind. But <laughs> don't listen to him anymore. Are we, but like I like I always tell everybody at camp: Are we trying to kill big deer, or or are we just going hunting? But, That's what it boils down to. Are you just going hunting, or are you trying to kill
3: big deer? Because well, if
1: you're trying to kill big deer, you got to do what we say. <laughs> Ben's,
3: Ben's, Ben's, Ben's were on this subject. Homie and I are kind of the the uh, the police of our farm, so to speak. Exactly. So. Like, like, We go hunting all the
1: time. If we wanted to kill a six-point, I mean, we could go out there and kill a six-point every time we hunted, but... When
3: these other guys want to go hunting, they call us. Hey, where should I go? Hey, where should I sit? Hey, what if I sit here? What happens? What if I go here? Well, look, man. If you sit here... I mean, you got to let these deer walk. We got to get to this point. So, we finally... I think last year, we finally got everybody to a kind of a common agreement that, look, man, these punks come in, are cruising around, let them go. You know, these studs come in, let them go. Right. Because here in a couple of years, we're going to be sitting back saying. Everybody's got a Walmart. on it. I mean, so, yeah, it took homie and I five or six years longer than everybody else to get to that point of having a wall matter but that's because we set everybody else up and I'm not going to say set everybody else up Aaron you did what you did (laughs) Aaron (laughs) Aaron, if you're listening you did what you did cheat but (laughs) he was so but I mean it's I don't know what else to say it's
1: We, we take enjoyment of other people shooting big deer yeah I mean, we've, we've got it done, and now we want other people to get it done. I mean, it's... I'm not saying we only want to shoot one deer, but, man... Last
3: um, last year, first season, Friday, or two years ago... No, you, you killed your deer, what, three years ago? Yeah. So three years ago, first season, homie killed his... Giant! Giant. <laughs> well, I'll say that. So after that, I didn't care to hunt again. And my wife's like... Are you gonna get dressed? I said, no. And uh, she said, why not? I said, I don't care to hunt again. Uh, it's so we did it up. We did what we put three hundred forty days in to do. So, and then the year after, I took mine, which was kind of a a fluke deal. So, I mean. Like I said, is, somebody else on a farm kills one that is dew. awesome. That's due. So, it's, that's my whole weekend right there. I mean, whether it's family, whether it's friend, it doesn't matter. If my brother texts me from Warren County say, hey, look at this deer I just shot. He's 180 inch. Well, guess what? I'm going to Warren County and I'm going to have a party. So, it's.
1: I would say, I, th- I think we all hunt with them people that have put in the time, have put in the effort, done the research. And, you know, you, you're just waiting for for that call or that text that say, yeah. man, I just <laughs> got it done. And if you're waiting on it, I mean, it, it still could come. I mean, it's only, you know, middle of the way, late late December. I mean, most places still still got January, half half of well, January.
3: So, end of that story. I killed the biggest buck of my life. It was still bow season. Homie, his wife, and his kid, my wife, and my kids decided they're going to go to Wisconsin to spend a weekend with press. So, I got called into work. Oh, sorry, I can't go. So, I decided the next day, well, I'm going to get up and go bow hunt. Killed the absolute biggest deer of my life. I text homie, I said, well, dough on the ground. He said, all right, sweet, man. He said, you going to be able to get it out? I mean, dude's wanting to come home and hunt. I mean, oh, well, it
1: it killed me. I mean, I'm not. Brother just bought a new house, so we went up there, broke it in with a new, new year party, but just back here, getting it
3: done. So, <laughs> there's three, four inches of snow on the ground. I mean, it's just perfect. It's 40 degrees, maybe mid-30s. And I text all me said doe on the ground. Well, lo and behold, it was a buck that we called Deuce. He had split G twos, both sides, originally.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, this this, we'll we'll put it up on Facebook and Instagram. Let you guys know. But Deuce, he was a regular and. That was the deer I put all my effort into. He wasn't going to score much, but that deer was
3: awesome. So, into the late season thing, I slammed his ass late December, and it was awesome. I mean, I was there by myself, and I just smoked him. And I felt bad for lying to homie, saying, Hey, (laughs) I put a dough on the ground, but as soon as homie got home, I said, Come to my house. I need to show you something. <laughs> homie showed up, and I held this rack up, and he said, you idiot. I,
1: I said, oh, man. I said, uh-oh. Like, I, like first initial, you know, I'm like, oh, man, dude. And then I got to looking, and I was like, oh, shit, this is deuce. <laughs> you know, it just, it just yeah. hit me then. And I was like, oh, man. But that's cool. You know, I just, then I'm pumped over, like, dude, this is sweet. Um, you know, that's the first deer to, that I got on trail cam to hit the ground and actually put a a picture to a deer. That was the first deer
3: that we legitimately put a lot of work into. Yeah. I would say
1: I I was, I was hunting him. I was hunting his area. I was hunting his core area. Uh, I was hunting him and Hottie Tottie and... Neither of them. Ain't ne- no more. Nope, nope. I'm not hunting either of them anymore. Both I mean. them on the wall. Yeah, yeah, so. true that. You know, two years, uh, either of them got it done. And so here I am on, you know, kick six. But I guess, you know, right before this podcast, we were just drinking a couple beers and Jeff showed up and he's got his phone all fired up and kick six all the way across the farm. Yeah. I ain't even seen the son of a bitch since. Damn near mid, mid-November.
3: yeah. You know, I don't even know where he's at. I was like... I, I probably got 30, 40 pictures of kick-six. Well, there. see, the things you
1: find out on the podcast.
3: I don't, I don't know... I'm not sure how things are going to fall for us, but kick-six is going to be a stud if it falls right. Dude. If if it falls right, this time next year, you guys are going to be talking to me and homie and we're going to be partying. Yeah. Trail yeah. Cam
1: Tuesday. Check him out. He's gonna be on there.
3: He's gonna go. He'll go. One sixty, one seventy. Uh, right? He
1: he would be one sixty one mid and, one at least mid one fifty. He's gonna be one sixty. Yeah. You know, next year. Well, next you year. Got, I mean, he's no a, idea. You gotta figure. start
2: naming my bucks. I'm say, dude. Right. I was gonna
1: ask you. I was thinking today. I was like, dude, we gotta think about shit to talk about on the podcast. Well, like. <laughs> Cody's just talking about these random bucks. What's, so
3: that, like, what's the average a deer grows? Yeah, I think I think it, I think it just depends
1: on on their. their People ag. are gonna call
3: me out on this. I had a buck
2: grow thirty eight inches one year. Shot him. Got a sheds before thirty eight inches one year. So what? it's possible, dude. I mean, it's it's nuts, but it is. It's possible if you're in Illinois. Yeah, yeah, Midwest. And and
1: you got the right ag. I mean. Yeah. They're not going to grow on winter wheat, you know. I mean, yeah, but but if you if you got corn or if you got corn close to your piece, I mean, yeah, it's definitely well, definitely possible for them to grow thirty yeah.
2: thirty I think, fifty I think it has A lot to do with the amount of effort they have to put in to get
3: the food and get the cover and get the, the water. most. The single most amazing thing that homie and I have going is the outer five or ten yards of all of our timber strips are rye grass and alfalfa. Yeah. So, they got a little. It's best of both worlds. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome.
1: It's just kind of like feeding forward, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so I di- I just actually watched. You know, it's Saturday. The wife's gone. It's just me and the kids. So we're watching hunting shows. And I had DVR'd Winchester's Natural Born Mark Jury, and he's talking about this deer he had history with for, I think four years, Captain Hook. And this deer just super random, you know, didn't show up on, you know, this date and state, or he didn't rut there, or he didn't summer there, he just hit and miss, and it ended up with, you know, him being a deadhead, but it was just a super cool experience to watch, which is kind of random from somebody producing a TV show, but it was just nice to know that, you know... Every deer that they don't lay eyes on, they don't get on the ground.
2: Yeah, anybody that's producing a TV show out there, if you have history with the bug and trail camera pictures and sheds, put that in your video because that's what draws working-class guys like us. Yeah. I don't want to see the 30 seconds of kill shot. Yeah. I oh. want to see the 3 years struggle with right. you seeing them on camera and you didn't get, you know, if you think it's a crappy video, put it out because... So, I want to see that. You know
1: what I mean? So here, so I had two I had two natural born um, episodes recorded on DVR because I just got it to record whenever a new episode comes out, and that's the one I watched first because it had a whitetail and in the description. So I said, "Well, I'm gonna watch this one first and that's all the whole episode was about. It was just the history. He got this deer in 2010 on camera. And then just the randomness for, you know, 2011, 12, 13. And then I think this spring of 14, they found him dead. And then the next episode was them chasing turkeys. I'm just like, nope, I just deleted it. I didn't even watch it.
2: Yep. You know, I love turkey hunting, but it's hard dude, to get history I, with
1: the turkey. I know, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. I, I just loved having Mark talk about that buck... And having that history and showing every trail cam he had. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was locked up with his buck down in a creek dude. It was... yeah. and they were down there cutting with the with a like a fourteen inch Hoyman man
3: saw, dude, it was sick. So yeah. back to the history. You've heard homie talking about Heidi Tidy and Kick Six and This is the first year I've got pictures of Kick Six, which um 1,800 1, yards away from homie. I mean, this is across know, the whole farm. I much. mean, a mile and a half. So,
1: I would say our farm's two hundred sixty-four acres.
3: The, it's long,
1: though. The, the pictures I've got of Heidi or of Kicksix are on the north east side of the farm, yeah. and then Jeff has got pictures of it I mean, West. From what Jeff showed me tonight, I mean, I didn't even know about this until you know <laughs> an hour and 20 minutes ago. <laughs> but Jeff showed me his pictures, got of him, uh, and Jeff is on the west side, and I would say... It's on the south edge, right? Yeah, yeah he He's straight middle, um, I would say. Um, I so, mean, Jeff, you just talk about it, and while you talk about it, I'm going to open up this beer and look at right. how many yards it is away on huntstand hunt
3: stand. I just, I want to get back to the deer that travel. So, kick six. He's traveling from side, clear over to where I'm at. So, I set my truck camera up for my wife. It is what it is. So, I set it up, get pictures of this deer that homie's seen for two years, three years now. So, I mean, that's good and great. Never seen him again. I mean, I seen him the week before shotgun, and then yeah. zero. We're so, working
2: class. don't so Ryan just stepped out to take a phone call. Weak. <laughs> yeah, <he's laughs> going, his boss. He's <laughs> going to
3: work. Yeah, he's going to work. Week. All right, go ahead. So, Taylor. back to the deer that travel. The deer that I shot two years ago is the craziest deer I've ever seen in my life craziest. Not biggest. Craziest. But so, alright well I guess I'll just go over here. Ain't nobody else here so I'll go over here by myself. I mean if I shoot a deer I'm in trouble. I mean I'm in the shit. Exclamation point. Weeds are as tall as I am. The grass is as tall as I am. And uh I look up And this is right in front of my wife's old stand where she hunted. She hunted for 10, 12 years and didn't kill a buck. So I see breath come out of the deer's mouth. I look up. He picks his head up. And I said, oh, my. So this deer comes in, comes straight down. I shoot him. I mean, he just runs off 20 yards, falls down. So we get to talking to some of the neighbors. No, I'm, I don't have trail cam pictures of this. I don't have trail cam. So a guy six miles away has trail cam pictures of this deer. That's crazy. And yeah. here I am. Open the day of second season. I'm mean, He's standing in front of me. Yeah. Six miles. Six
2: miles. That's, like, so, that's like me and Ryan say. It's being a stand. Because if you might not have any shooters on, on your camera... Yeah. But you never know what could cruise through, I man. So, he's talking six miles. That's
3: That I buck mean, is cruising. Th- this deer I shot with my shotgun a couple years ago, he came across a major highway, I'm assuming. That's the only way to get across yeah. there. So, it's if he ain't got no pictures, hunt it anyways. If you feel it's good, if you, you trust in your... You trust in your progress or your situation, hunt it anyways, because you never know.
2: We got some unexpected news, so we're going to have to cut this off early. We're hunting, or a, a minute, or hour and 30 <laughs> minutes deep. I can't even. I wish it was a yeah. minute. Yeah, we're an hour and 30 minutes deep, so it's time to cut it off anyways, but we want to thank Jeff for coming on and uh, and hanging out with us tonight. It was awesome to have it on. He's got a lot of good info, and uh I learned I learned some good stuff from him. I'm going to try to think outside the box a little bit and and try some different stuff next year and, and maybe the end of this year and I'm going to try to get it in done. The thick stuff, get in the thick stuff and and uh I I I really like how this podcast, we brought him on to uh to talk about his success and it turned into Jeff being humble and talking about everybody else's success. Exactly. I I really like that and that's what we're shooting for this podcast to be about, you know, the fun of hunting. They're bringing people in, and uh, I'm, I'm digging that a lot on this, and uh, we're having fun, and uh, he's got a little well, closing piece he'd like to say.
3: I got one more first in my hunting career. I got to put meat on somebody else's table this year. If you get the chance, help a brother out. I mean, it doesn't matter. If you know your neighbor, and walk over and say, hey, would you guys like a deer? I mean... It's the first in my career this year that I got to donate a deer to somebody who needed it or wanted it. So it was the first in my career and it was an awesome feeling. So I appreciate Homie helped me out set that up. But it yeah, was awesome. I w- I've
1: I've donated deer to that family before and uh that's been on a, a better year for me. Uh usually, you know, it's no problem for me to donate to his family and i have another family that is also willing to take deer so i've got you know a deer for them and a deer for this other family and then i've got two deer usually for myself and i mean it really makes me feel good as a hunter you know cuz that's that's my portion and you know it just that that really concludes my deer season whether yeah, it's, it's. With, whether it's with a bow or a gun you know i'll be out there you know january 10th with a shotgun you know trying to fill that last shotgun tag you know it's it's a doe only but i'll be out there with either sex tag you know because that's what i got left and i'll i'll be out there trying to get it done just just for that family you know knowing i've got one in the freezer and then i can get it done with my bow late season but you know it just ask around if you got leftover tags. You know, if, if you and your family only eat two deer and you get four or if you can get six or if you got unlimited dough or whatever, you know, go out there and just, you know, everybody needs dough control. Every Everybody needs it. So
3: ask, ask your neighbors. I mean, yeah, you, you don't know what their situation is. Just exactly asking. I got that privilege of helping somebody out this year. So my season has been 100 percent successful this year. That's awesome man we're gonna we're gonna wrap this
2: up now guys. Uh, thanks for the listen like the Facebook subscribe to the page we love you. Remember plan your hunt and hunt your plan. Remember to always have fun.